Welcome to Where I Long to Be, a Magical Trip Report podcast. My name is Virginia, and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me today for a special episode where I get to sit down with one of my good friends, Maria, to talk about her upcoming trip to Walt Disney World. Maria is a longtime Disney fan, and she is married to Mike, who thinks Disney is just okay. So while Maria has continued to visit Walt Disney World annually with her sister Chrissy or other Disney-loving friends and family, what she would love is if she and Mike could enjoy Disney together. So that's what this trip is all about, showing Mike all the things about Disney that Maria thinks he will enjoy. Let's not delay any longer. Here's my conversation with Maria. Maria, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Virginia. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, This is really, really exciting for me because you and I have been friends for a couple of years now, and you are one of my closest friends, I would say, and we met through Disney. We did. Thank (laughs) goodness for Disney and, and foamy coffees bringing us together. Exactly. And for those who don't know, the reference to Foamy Coffees is a reference to Carly Wiesel. She is a Disney and Universal and all things theme park journalist. And she has a special group on Facebook for people who like her podcast and also, oddly enough, happen to like cold foam on their coffee. And (laughs) there seems to be a crossover of people who like candles like scented candles and it's just a weird mesh of people but it is one of the kindest communities on the internet and we were members of that group and I organized a meetup for those of us who are here in NYC and through that I met you and I also met Jeanette who listeners will have heard on the first episode and you'll hear her again in an upcoming episode in the next couple of months so yeah, thank goodness for foamy coffee. <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. So we're sitting down together today because you have a very special trip coming up. Tell us, I guess, before you get started on the actual trip details, why don't you give a brief description of of who you are and how you came to love Disney? Sure. Um, so I... Grew up going to Disney like every four or five years or so. What I think I, my first trip, I was like three years old. And my parents tell us that, you know, when they asked us after the trip what our favorite part of the trip was, they said, you know, we said having like a pool and a playground at the like resort that we stayed at. My parents were like, what? We spent all this money. <laughs> and then, you know, we went a couple other times when I was, you know, probably seven and then 13. Loved it. Um, I went again then the next time I went after that after like from 13 was when I was in college and um, my uncle was having surgery done so he had a timeshare that he wasn't gonna be able to use not a Disney DVC but a timeshare and he was like hey you're graduating this year why don't you use my timeshare I was like fantastic so I decided to take uh, my little brother who is seven years younger than me and I took my boyfriend at the time to Disney And to be very honest, like I went and was like, this is an overpriced amusement park. I don't know why I'm going. Like, why do people love this place? But I had always, I grew up loving Disney movies and like loving Minnie Mouse and like the bows and the polka dots, all this stuff. So then in 20, so that was like 2005. So 10 years later then, my dad had a conference in Orlando. Um, And so we went as a family. 
And it was the first time I'd been back and I had like no idea what really to expect. Uh, we went with my entire family. My older sister wasn't there. My brother, my sister, my husband, and my parents. And I absolutely loved it. I was like, this is the best ever. I could pretend like I'm a kid. I don't need to think about work. It is just my happy place. So that was in March of 2015. My younger sister, Chrissy, and I decided to take a trip in October of 2015. And then we kind of made it an annual thing that we went at least once a year. Um, this past year, I went in January and the previous October. So like we're ramping up a little bit. I'm uh, not quite to the point of having an annual pass yet because it's not in the cars financially. But if it was, you know, I would have one. I know uh, you would. <laughs> so that's... That's kind of my Disney story. Um, so for this trip, um, I should also say my husband is not a Disney person. I know this because we're friends, yes. but I was going to ask yeah. you to explain how does he feel about it? <laughs> so he is not a huge fan of Disney. Um, like didn't grow up watching the movies, things like that. Went as a kid, I think. We went in 2015, but that's probably it for him. Uh, you interviewed his best friend, Kevin of Dads Love Disney. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin and Mike have been friends since the second grade, I think. So it's very funny that now Mike's three best friends, me and Kevin and his best friend Dave, are all Disney adults. So we're going to try to turn him to the dark side. I don't know <laughs> if it will work, but that is the plan. Good luck with that. <laughs> yes, I know. For this trip, I work at a Jewish day school, so I have a week off of school for the holiday of Sukkot. Um, I'm not Jewish, so I don't celebrate Sukkot, but I celebrate having a week off. Uh, and my <laughs> husband said, do you want to go to Disney? And I was like, Michael, that's music to my ears. Of course I want to go to Disney. Uh, I realized after that it was because he was going to be in Las Vegas three times in six months. So I think he was just appeasing me with a trip to Disney. Mm-hmm. But whatever it so, takes, right? Whatever it takes. But we're going, and it was not my idea, so we have it planned. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it's is it just the two of you or not? Because I remember you said you were thinking there might be some other friends going down, but you weren't sure yet. So right now, right now it's just Mike and I. Uh, there's a possibility that Kevin will come in down for the day and join us one day. He's not sure yet. He's trying to figure out his schedule and his family's schedule. If he can make it down for a day, he'll join us. If not, it'll just be Mike and I. But either way, I'm excited. Yeah. He tends to do that. He'll go down for one day and yes. come back the yes. same night. I don't know. I, I hope I hope he makes it down there. It'd be it'd be a great crossover for I know, two, right? Two people being interviewed um for the podcast. Yeah. Um, okay, so tell us uh, the the dates that you're going specifically, and you already said how you chose those dates, but what are the dates? So we are flying down on uh, Thursday, September 28th. We have an evening flight. It's eight something, I think, flying out of LaGuardia. So I'm excited to see the new updated LaGuardia used to be like a third world country, and now it is like this shining star of New York airports. Uh, so I'm excited for that. So we're flying out late Thursday night. I think we land in Orlando at 11 o'clock. Okay. And then we are flying home at 8 o'clock on Monday after or Monday evening as well. So okay. late night flights or evening flights at least. But those are our dates. Okay. All right. Where are you staying this trip? 
we decided to stay at Pop Century, mostly mm-hmm. because uh, I think one of the things that Mike is very intrigued about um, to go to Dizzy at this time of year is the Food and Wine Festival. Mm-hmm. So knowing that and knowing that we were going to be spending some time in Hollywood Studios because he hasn't seen Galaxy's Edge yet, was that I wanted to have somewhere on the Skyliner. And for the price point, Top Century is the best place for that. We're not planning on spending like a ton of time in our room. Mm-hmm. So I was excited. I stayed at Pop Century before, uh, and I'm really excited to be going back. When you stayed at Pop Century before, was it before or after their renovation? That was the January show. Yeah. Okay. January perfect. So, so you have was, experienced yeah. the the joy that is Pop Century renovated. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember the yeah. first time we stayed at it, it was pre-renovation, and Charles was like, mm, "I did not like it very much." But then ever since we've been back and it's been renovated, he's totally fine with it. Um, it's really nice with the pull-down bed yeah. and how you can have the table and everything. Okay, but Mike has never stayed there. No, and and last time we went, my parents stayed at Contemporary because that's where my dad's conference was. But mm-hmm. we stayed offsite at a, the Embassy Suisse that was like down the, the street because I used to travel a lot for work. So I had like a boatload of Hilton points. So we stayed for free at the Embassy Suites. Um, before we get into kind of the play-by-play, what kind of park ticket did you end up getting? Sure. We have two-day park hoppers. Plus, we are going to go to Typhoon Lagoon one day. So I'm excited. I, I haven't been to Typhoon Lagoon since like 1990. I have only ever been there for H2O Glow Nights. You're going for a normal Typhoon Lagoon day? Normal Typhoon Lagoon day. Um, we actually decided to rent one of the Typhoon Lagoon umbrellas because mm-hmm. I enjoy being outside. I don't like being outside in the direct sunlight. My husband is very pale. We cannot without umbrellas and I didn't want to have to worry mm-hmm. about getting there right when it opened to make sure that we got an umbrella I wasn't sure exactly like how many umbrellas they had versus how many guests were going to be there that day and so I figured it was worth the money to reserve the umbrella it comes with two beach chairs two lounge chairs and like a little table I think and the umbrella nice okay yeah, yeah we've never done that because with H2O Glow Night it's dark, so True. we haven't needed to You do don't that. need to be in the shade. No. You know, like any other time during the day, I want to be in the shade. I am yeah. pale as well. Um, although, you know what? It was so funny because I just noticed the other day that from our Labor Day weekend getaway to Disney World, I didn't really think I got that much sun, even though it was very sunny while we were there. But I was sitting on the subway and I had my legs crossed. And so I kind of like looked down at my feet and I was wearing like little loafer things without socks. And it suddenly, days later, became very apparent to me that I had a really bad farmer's tan (laughs) because Ah. I had been wearing socks with my tennis shoes. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Tis the season to yeah. wear socks and tights now, I suppose, now that it's starting yes. to be a little cooler up here. It's starting. All right. Let's get into your actual day-to-day plans. So you arrive late on Thursday night. Um, what are you planning for Friday? Do you think you'll be getting up early or do you think you'll be sleeping in because of the late arrival? So we have a park reservation for Hollywood Studios. So the plan is Hollywood Studios in the morning and then hop to Epcot in the afternoon and evening. Okay. So um, 
So right now, I'm not sure how early we're going to get up. I um, was approved for the Disability Access, Disability Services, whatever DAS pass. Um, mm -hmm. So I have two attractions pre-booked for Thursday. We have Rock and Roller Coaster and Toy Story Mania. I think at like 10 and 10.30 that morning. So if we don't want to get up super early, we have those at 10. Uh, if not, I mean, I probably will be so excited that I will be ready to go. I don't know that Mike will be super excited to jump into the park. Uh, mm -hmm. But like I said, we're doing Hollywood Studios first because that is where Galaxy's Edge is. He's a big Star Wars fan. So I wanted mm -hmm. to, like, I'm trying to, like, ease in and, like, do all stuff that he would want to do. So maybe he will like it and want to come back with me and become a Disney adult. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> trying. I just want him to love what I love. So question about his fandom. Does he mm -hmm. like just the traditional Star Wars movies? Or is he into Mandalorian, the new Ahsoka show, all of the spinoffs? So we haven't really watched any of the spinoffs. I think we watched an episode or two of The Mandalorian at some point, probably during the pandemic. And then um, that interest kind of faded. So we've seen all the movies. He's a fan of the original stuff. Doesn't like, you know, the, the one, two and three. Loves four, five and six and all the newer stuff. We've seen them all. Uh, so that's. Like I even asked him this morning, I'm like, so do you like, would you want to buy, like make a lightsaber? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Don't make a lightsaber. Don't have fun. Uh, don't have joy in your life. So he enjoys it. I think, I think him, like, like to me, being in Galaxy's Edge and like turning that corner and seeing the Millennium Falcon is just like your head explodes. Even if you're not a huge fan, like I have mm -hmm. seen all the movies, not a huge, like, Oh my God, I need to watch Star Wars. It's my, it's my life. But like, mm -hmm. it was the coolest thing ever to walk and yeah. see that. So I'm excited to like see his reaction to that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we'll see. We also have uh, reservations for Oga's Cantina. I was just about to ask. Um, yes. So what time of day are you doing that at? Uh, I think it's like 1.45. My guess is like, We'll get lunch. We'll get like Ronto wraps probably for lunch and then mm -hmm. go there, have a drink and then hop over probably to Epcot. Okay. In terms of Hollywood studios and everything outside of Galaxy's Edge, you already mentioned Rock and Roller Coaster and Toy Story Mania. Mm -hmm. Are you going to try to do any of the other things like Tower of Terror or Slinky or anything like that? I don't do Tower of Terror. I did mm -hmm. it once as a child and will never do it again. Not interested. I don't think Mike is interested in that either. Uh, so I would like to go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, mm -hmm. I would like to get on Slinky Dog. Uh, the way that the DAS works is you can pre-book two attractions. And then once you're into the park, you can get another. And it's essentially, you're still waiting however long the line is, but you're not standing in line waiting. Right. Right. I think that's something that people don't understand about the DAS Pass, that it's not yeah. like you just immediately get on things just because you have it. You're, right. You're just waiting outside you're still of the waiting. normal queue. Right. Exactly. If Mickey and Minnie has a 40 minute wait, I'm not sitting, I'm not standing in line for that. I'm 
I can sit, you know, under a bench. I can relax. I can, you know, sit in, please, in a please restaurant. Please don't sit under a bench. <laughs> on, under a tree on a bench. Yes. That would be real awkward if I was just like huddled under a bench. You might get kicked out of the park. Grabbing ankles as they walk by. There's this weird woman. No, I'm not a weirdo. Sitting under the bench. <laughs> just grabbing ankles. Uh, yes. Sitting on a bench under a tree. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, you know, biding our time and waiting. So I also am not really interested in going on Smuggler's Run. I did that once. It makes me motion sick. That's probably mm-hmm. that and like Star Tour, like the other like 3D tours. Star mm-hmm. Tours, like the, the OG one. Like if Mike wants to go on those, he can absolutely go on those. I really don't have any interest in those. I think he should go on uh, Smuggler's Run because I think it would, it's a cool thing. But I, mm-hmm. last time I went, I was just like, what's what's the thing that I can have the least impact if I mess something up? And the guy's like, you want to be a uh, whatever. I sat in the back and just like pushed a button and like kind of like didn't look because mm-hmm. I didn't have great pilots and they were not great flyers. Um, spoiler alert, if you're sitting back in the button pushing and you don't push any buttons, it's not going to affect anything. Exactly. Exactly. So I like played along like I was doing something, but I in my deep down, I was like, I don't think this is doing anything. And Chrissy was sitting across from me and she was also just like, we were just like hitting buttons and trying not to get sick. Uh, mm-hmm. And no one, no one got mad at us. So I think it was okay. Um, well, the good news for uh, Smuggler's Run for Mike is that the single rider line is usually open yeah. and it is super quick. If you just go in that single rider line, you kind of wind down a hallway and then suddenly before you know it, you're at the cast member and they're saying single rider. Yep. I mean, the only thing he would need to be aware of is that as a single rider, generally you get put in one of those button pushing roles, Spots. which is like yeah. the engineer, whatever. You're not going to be a pilot, basically. I mean, maybe right. you would be if you get into a car with people and they're like, I don't want to be the pilot. But you just have to be prepared to take whatever role you get. But that would right. be the way for him to do it and not have to wait. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if he does that once and is like, oh, my God, I need to fly that thing. Like, I suppose I will see, like, if I can get the DAS and I will just sit in the back and push a fake button that doesn't do anything that way. So he can be a pilot and I can be like this, sit in the back and do nothing, push a button kind of girl. Because uh, mm-hmm. that's how good of a wife I am. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, like, I I don't see him, like, he will not sit through the fo- Frozen sing-along with me. It is one of my favorite things. I get emotional mm-hmm. every time I go. I sing. I cry when the snope falls down at the end. Chrissy has so many videos of me crying at the end of it. I'm like, I'm just emotional. Leave me alone. I've got a lot of feelings. So, <laughs> Mike, I can't imagine, even at the thought of, like, sitting in an air-conditioned theater for 20 minutes or however long the show is, like, that's not going to fly with him. So I'm going in knowing that and just it'll be fine. Could he be convinced be to maybe take a little like snooze while you enjoy Possibly. the show? Like, come Possibly, in. But it's he- okay if you close your eyes. I just want to enjoy this. You take a little cat nap. Yes, but I think he will be like, you go sit up there. And I'm just going to sit in the back row so I don't have to listen to you sing. Uh, which, if honestly, I would be mm. fine with that. I don't care. Or I'll just tell him, like, just okay. put your headphones in, listen to a podcast, and just let me have this because at least it's air conditioned and inside mm-hmm. that's not a yeah bad idea. no I, th- I think you need to do that I think you deserve that I just love it so much 
uh, hopping over to Epcot and to the food and wine, is there anything mm -hmm. in particular with food and wine that you're looking forward to trying? Have you already looked at the menus? So I actually have the uh, Disney food blog two page uh, printout of the menus. I've already like excited and like, you know, highlighting things. Um, mm -hmm. I really like the spam sushi and the spam hash from, from Hawaii. I know I'm weird. That's like the only time I ever eat spam, but I love it. And I'm excited. So I'm not like vegan, but I'm excited for some of the vegan options for like the vegan cheeses and stuff like that. So like there's like the Brussels sprouts, with the vegan like blue cheese and, and like ranch dip and stuff like that because I am lactose free. So mm -hmm. I really wish Disney's very good about putting things that are plant based and they're good mm -hmm. about putting things that are like vegetarian. But mm -hmm. I just kind of struggle with this every year of like knowing, OK, I could get this if I just don't have the sauce on it. Right. And things like that. So I do some research ahead of time. Uh, like I know I can't get like the beer cheese fondue or whatever, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, Mike is very excited. Mike also is someone who doesn't really love to share food. <laughs> He's like, Joey doesn't share food. That's my husband. <laughs> so like the thought of him not like being able to get something, it's small enough, like he can enjoy it all and doesn't have to share it with me because it's going to be like full mm -hmm. of cheese. He's like real jazzed about that. Yeah. And there's a lot of fun little cocktails to try too. So yeah, exactly. So I'm excited. And beers. I know he likes beer. He does like beer. He brews his own beer. So I think he's also excited about trying some different beers around. I'm excited. I think my most exciting you know, thing is I want, like I said, the, the Brussels sprouts. I want to try, um, I think like there's a fry flight. Mm -hmm. Japan, I really like Morocco. All, so I'm just, I'm excited. I'm jazzed. I just want to try everything. Was there anything that you had that you would suggest? There were two things that I loved. One of them has cheese. So I'm not even going to suggest it because it was a big ingredient. Okay, fine. I'm not sure if this has dairy in it or not. I'm ignorant on this point. But the falafel from Morocco was probably right. the best thing I've ever had. I mean, it was so good. Whoa. The falafel was so good. The tahini okay. sauce on it, or not tahini sauce, tahini um, sauce on it was, was fantastic. That's plant-based, so I can eat that. The lettuce and tomato that they had chopped up on it even just tasted so fresh. I mean, it was probably from the land pavilion or something, but um, probably, that was yeah. delicious. Um, and then I also, at that same booth, which is not really a booth, it's in the uh, Tangerine Cafe location, I also right. tried the, um, the pistachio cake, which I do believe um, has dairy in it. And then the fig cocktail. Yes, it's pastry cream, yeah. The fig cocktail was nice. I definitely, if you're looking for a little cocktail while you're there, mm -hmm. it was nice. It, I wouldn't go out of my way to have it, though. Um, but the falafel, okay. I would completely go out of my way to have. It was so good. Yes, and that's, and that's one of the plant-based items. So that is something that I know if it's plant-based, there's no dairy. So I can dive mm -hmm. right in and enjoy all of that. So yeah, I literally yeah. have it printed out with like Remy. I'm ready. I mean, I'm sorry, uh -huh. for the listeners, you're not. Oh, you are ready. ready. See this, but I literally no, I'm but ready. For the listeners, she has printed out the Disney Food Blog uh, guide, and not only has she printed it out, she printed it in color. I only printed it in color because I didn't realize that my my printer was on color. I would have done it in black and white, <laughs> but now that I have it in color, it's so much prettier. Sorry, work. I use a lot of the color. <laughs> um, okay. So besides uh, 
exploring all of the different food and and wine options, are there any rides that you were going to try to do while you're at Epcot? Guardians of the Galaxy. Very excited for that. Um, I'm going to have to buy a lightning lane for that because we don't have park tickets for Epcot, so we won't be able to do any virtual queues, but I will gladly pay whatever, I don't know, whatever I need to, but I'm excited to, the plan is to do that both days because we have the next day that we're in the park, we're also doing, uh, we're doing Magic Kingdom in the morning and Epcot in the evening, so I will buy it twice. I would be happy going on it twice if Mike is up for two times, which I think he will be. Uh, I'm very excited. We've I've already been on it twice. I've gotten, I've got Conga and I have to think of the other song I have written down somewhere. Um, so I'm excited. Hopefully we'll get different songs than I've already had. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like, even if we get a repeat, I'm just happy. And it'll be new for Mike because he's never done it before. Is he a Guardians of the Galaxy fan? There's three movies. I think we, we definitely saw the first one together. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've seen the other ones. I don't think. Even if you've only seen one, if you enjoyed one, then I think it's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would consider you a fan, even if you just enjoyed the first yeah. one. Yes, and and it, we had a lovely time. And now I'm going. Oh, and Disco Inferno was the other song that we had, which oh, really, yeah, Disco Inferno was the first one. So good. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then Conga. Yeah. So I'm Both looking forward to good. any songs. Yeah. So I will report back with which songs we get. Also very excited because Soren is going to be Soren over California, not Soren over the world. So I get to see Soren over California. I will be very excited to hear what that's like. I'm assuming it'll still be there by then. They didn't. They said it was it was going to be there, but they didn't say how long. I can't imagine it's going to be going away already. Yeah, so. I have no <laughs> idea. And I'm trying to think. I think that in in California Adventure. I want to say that they had switched from Soren over California to like the same Soren that we use just with the, the California adventure ending where you kind of land right, in the park. Epcot, so yeah. I think that when I was there most recently, which was, I want to say 2019 over in California adventure that I did not get to see Soren over California. So I want you to take special care to note what the differences are. I'm excited, although I do love, I love like the smells of like the, the grass and like the, mm-hmm. when you're over the water and like, oh, I just oh, yeah. I love it. I bet you're going to smell oranges though. That's the only thing I can think of. And like a forest, I don't even know what a forest really would oh, yeah. smell. Maybe like the redwoods. Like, like the redwoods or something, yeah. Dirt and pine. And then maybe yeah. maybe like a beachy smell. Oh, there's got to be a beachy smell You'll with all the... You'll fly over like, Malibu. You'll see Jen Aniston. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, because it'll be as many times as we've been on Soren And mm-hmm. having something new... But old is kind of cool. Yeah. And I will probably ask to sit in the middle section so that we don't have anything wonky. Yeah. So that is uh, once you get down to get in line for your theater, it's B, section B. And if you're in row one, I think then you won't have any feet hanging in your face. It was, I have to tell you though, like I've only requested to sit in that seat one time. Every other time I've been like, "Eh, okay, it's a wonky. Oh, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I don't care. 
I did it once because I was like, I need to experience it the way it's meant to be experienced. And so we did that and it was great. And then ever since then, I've been like, okay, whatever. So this last time on Labor Day weekend, we got in there and we managed to get the C section. So that's like the farthest over to the left. And not only were we in that section, we were the very last seats on the row and we were watching it. And Alex and I were crying. We were laughing so hard. Like oh, yeah. everything was curved. Like the pyramid was curved. The oh, yeah. uh, Taj Mahal was curved. Everything yeah. was curved. The, ma- and like the, we, the mountains are, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the more it went on, the, the more giggles we got to the point where we were crying. And Charles was like, what is the matter with you two? What's wrong with you two? <laughs> yeah we were dying um okay do you think that you will end up staying for the fireworks because it will still be epcot forever on that date um i don't i think it's going to depend on our level of being tired i Mm -hmm. um i don't know my favorite fireworks show is happily ever after again cry every time i see it so but we're not going to be in magic kingdom at night for any Mm -hmm. of the days so i'm i don't think i'm going to see happily ever after so i think if we don't see the epcot show i think like the fireworks i don't necessarily know that we need to sit and watch the show i don't think that's might not something mike is going to enjoy i'm not you know Mm -hmm. if it was happily ever after absolutely we were sitting and watching and crying but Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily care to see and I would imagine that we would rather I mean it's hard at that point because the lights are so low so it's hard to kind of walk around and usually by then like Mm -hmm. the stalls are all closed so I kind of I would imagine that if I know my husband like I think I know my husband will probably bounce out right before it starts and get on the Skyliner to get back to the hotel yeah I was gonna say I think the I think the showtime is actually at park closed so it's not like you can go do a lot of stuff anyway. Like maybe you could go into stores, but um, yeah. if, if you're not interested in staying for it and you are walking out at the time it's starting, then that's also an interesting experience is being on the Skyliner and getting to see the fireworks as you're leaving. So that could be some a pretty fireworks. way to see it, yes. but also so be on your way back home yeah. to get some sleep. Okay. All right. So Saturday the 30th, what is the plan for that day? That is our Typhoon Lagoon day. Okay. So the Typhoon Lagoon doesn't open until 10. By that, automatically we can sleep in a little bit. With the umbrella rentals, it's ours whether we get there right at 10 or if we don't get there until 4. I don't think that's, I mean, that would be mm-hmm. silly to go at 4 and close at 5. But we don't, I don't, I don't feel like we need to get there right when it opens because I know I've got an umbrella reserved. So I would imagine that we might want to like sleep in a little bit, especially if we get up and do a full day on uh, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday can be our kind of relaxy day, um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. I'm hoping to spend a lot of time in the Lazy River. Um, I don't necessarily need to do any like the crazy like body slides. Like I like the slides where I can be in a, an inner tube and like go down those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited though. Yeah, I like the 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 what do they call like water coast aqua coaster. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I, like I said, I haven't been since the '90s, the early, early '90s. So I'm very—I don't really remember much. I remember in the kids' meal, you had a big plastic golden doubloon was like mm-hmm. the toy, 
Um, but other than that, I think it's Miss Tilly, like the, uh, mm-hmm. the ship that, like the horn that goes off when the waves start. Other than that, I'm just excited to relax under an umbrella, possibly with an adult beverage or be in the lazy river. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that night we have a reservation at Steakhouse 71. Speaking of, of food, my recollection in the two times that I've been to Typhoon Lagoon is that the food is not really anything to write home about. So my recommendation was going to be that if you're sleeping in any way and you don't have to be there right at 10, I would probably do like a brunch slash early lunch somewhere else, like maybe take the Skyliner over to Riviera and eat at their quick service because their quick service okay. is really good. Um, and then okay. maybe leave from there to go to Typhoon Lagoon, like on the bus from oh, the Riviera. Yeah, because okay. then you can have a nice meal and then at Typhoon Lagoon just have drinks and maybe some snacks or and whatever. Snacks, yeah. And then you've got this dinner planned. Yes. So we're doing Steakhouse 71 at like 8, I think, or 8.30. So we'll be able to get home, relax. Yeah, we'll have time to go change, shower nice clothes on uh and get over to the contemporary i'm excited i have not been to steakhouse 71 yet mike and i are big steakhouse fans so i'm very excited part of me really wants to try the burger but there's another part of it it's like girl you at a steakhouse like you should get yourself a little bit of filet or something so i don't know we'll see and like a nice cocktail same as it was before um i think that they only offered the burger at lunch anyway so I don't think that you'll oh, okay. even have the option for the burger. That being said, oh okay, I thought it was like you could like it's on the the lounge menu and you can ask for it. They may oh, not give I don't, it, but like you may be able to ask. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I have to talk to Kevin. I will tell you, I've had the burger. People rave about it. People say like, oh, it's the best burger I've ever had. That was not personally my experience. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. But I okay. personally okay. like the burger over at Deluxe Burger. Deluxe, yes, I have had that, and it was delicious. Yeah, yeah, I think Deluxe Burger is a better burger. Personally, I mean, maybe it's not better quality okay. meat per se, but I just think the flavor was so good. I mean, the Steakhouse Seventy One Burger was fine. Okay, and I've had the Bison Burger at um, Geyser Point too, which was good. Yeah, so I would rather, I think, have a steak. You know what? I think that that sometimes I'm not, I'm not saying that the burger is not good. Don't come after me, internet or whoever right. is listening to this. Um, but I think that sometimes there are these certain food items that people talk up, and then people go and they experience them, and because they've heard, oh, this is something that everybody loves, maybe they love it more than they would have had they just tried it without knowing that there was hype behind it and that everybody reveres this burger. Um, that's just right. my impression because I, I think it's fine, but I I wish I had tried something else the last time I was there. Yeah, so we'll see. But I'm excited because got good cocktails, good steaks. They're going to be delicious. Mm-hmm. And depending on what time you finish up your meal you potentially could go up to the level like the lobby level and go out on that balcony to watch the fireworks that's kind of fireworks. just under the yes. yeah so maybe you could see yeah. part of happily ever after from there do you know the balcony i'm talking about yes i know where you're talking i'm not sure if it's a 
not so scary Halloween party night or not, but I should be able to see some type of fireworks. That's the other reason why I was okay with an eight o'clock reservation. Cause I figured by the time we eat, we'll be done around nine. We might be able to see some fireworks and at least listen to the happily ever after soundtrack. And then I can cry without actually seeing Tinkerbell fly. Cause that's usually what gets oh, me. Yeah. Oh, me too. Every time. We all have the courage to fly. Yeah. Oh God, internet! Sorry, you needed to just hear me sing, but whatever, that's fine. Virginia's voice is much better than mine, but oh God, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Every single time, like it's the best, yeah. best part of the show. I mean, that and the the opening notes, the ready to begin. Yes, I just mm-hmm. ugh, really gets me. Um, chills and tears all the time. Yes combination of chills and tears all right so sunday october 1st that means that it is your magic kingdom day it's my magic kingdom day so i think i just got a notification that magic Kingdom's opening earlier than i had originally thought it was going to be opening so if we're not having a really late day and it's kind of a chill day i'm hoping that maybe we can get up early um i'm very excited to ride tron i'm hoping to get both a virtual queue and a lightning lane Mm-hmm. Uh, hoping I can get the lightning lane earlier in the day so we can do both so we can w- ride it twice. We're not going to be able to ride it at night, obviously, because we're going to be hopping over to Epcot, but I'm excited to ride it. Um, although I've never seen the movie Tron, I have no idea what like entering the grid means. I don't know, but like we're going to do it. I'm <laughs> jazzed about it. I can't wait to do it. I don't know what it means, uh, but it'll be fun. What else? It's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's very we'll similar it. we'll it to Rock and Roller Coaster in terms of yes. uh, you're kind of in the dark and you're going through things and it kind of has a neon look to it, but it's also it's okay. different because of the, the motorcycle type thing you're sitting on and then also there's a lot of screens that where you're racing another team. So it's really cool. Very short, but, but really cool. Okay. I don't think you'll have any problem yeah. getting a lightning lane for whatever time you would like to get a lightning lane for. Um, prioritize getting the virtual queue though. Okay. And if you use Jeanette's trick of 10 seconds before. Yes, my hope is that if I do the virtual queue and maybe Mike will do the lightning lane because that's that. Because I also need to buy a lightning lane for hopefully for Tron if, or not for Tron, for um, Garden Galaxy for epcot for that evening mm-hmm. so i don't know we'll see i'm gonna try to teach mike the ways and how to buy things or do you I think mean, i shouldn't you, trust him you can't <laughs> I, he's very I technologically savvy mike if you're listening he's i didn't there, say that he's not, virginia no. no i know he is he works in tech so i get this like i i trust him to to know the tech but but all i was gonna say was that in my experience purchasing the individual lightning lanes for tron and guardians of the galaxy is not super competitive like okay. it once was okay so i can take care of get the virtual queue and then buy two lightning lanes. i think you can get the virtual queue yeah what i would do the order i would do is virtual queue then immediately the Tron lightning, lightning lane, lane then, because you yeah. need that to be earlier in the day. And the Guardians. And then Guardians. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. That's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. So I think you'll be fine. Yeah. So if that makes your morning happier by not having to wake him up and start his day in a stressful panic of are we going to get this right. or not. True. Like maybe it would if your if your hope is to get him to become a Disney adult. Yes, exactly. Then like, what can I do? To, I, I need to make everything it as smooth as possible. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's the yeah. key. 
Do you have any DAS passes set up I for do. Sunday? We have, I want to say it is Jungle Cruise at 10 and Big Thunder at 11. Um, so again, like we'll, we can have those, we have those two pre-booked. Once we get to the park, we can pick another. And then after we use, we can then kind of replenish kind of like the old fast passes used to be. Once you used your three, you could go in and get another, get another, get another. Yeah. And I, to be very honest, I am a little crazy. I will, even if something has like a five minute wait, I will still use the DAS because I've used DAS in the past. Um, my sister also has, um, has been approved for DAS, like when we went in January. You know, I've said this a million times. Every time we go to the airport, I have a uh, global entry, which yes, includes a TSA yeah. pre-check and Charles does not. So when we go to the airport as a family, uh, because Alex is still a minor, they always put it on his ticket with me too. Okay. And so I go through the TSA pre-check with Alex in tow and we say, see you on the other side yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. separate because every time yeah, I feel like I, I don't know. I, I, I earned that TSA pre-check by going to that interview and getting all that taken care of. Yes. Oh, yes. I hundred percent. And and honestly, for everyone who's listening, if you are thinking about getting pre-check, oh, just get the global entry. It takes a, you have to go and get interviewed. But for an extra fifteen dollars, it's much faster when you go through any uh, international mm-hmm. customs. So do the global entry. Don't yeah. just, don't yeah. just do the pre-check because it's glorious. Once you have it, you will never want to go back and you will never want to travel with someone who doesn't have it because it's, you don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your liquids out. You don't have to take your laptop out. It's just like, you just walk through and it's fantastic. A hundred percent. And it's, um, it's one of those things that even if you don't travel internationally very often, it's literally like $15, it's $15 more, more. TSA pre-check alone. And for the one so time you do it, it's, absolutely worth it because it's worth it uh, yeah then you're not getting into jfk and having like oh god i've got to stand here for two hours to wait for customs you just whoop, and just go right through easy peasy yeah um and i think you make an appointment to do your interview i, I was very lucky because at uh work they they had like a drive to let people it was like a global entry drive and anybody who wanted to could sign up and they had the um the interview people come <gasps> and sit there. And so I just like, nice. I went and did it at work. And then when you renew, cause I've, I've had it for a while now. So I got to the point where however many years had passed and it was time to renew. Renewing was super easy. Like I just did that online, submitted it, uh, yeah. mailed in the payment, or I can't remember how I did the payment. And then within it said it, it was going to take, like up to six weeks or something. And literally like a week later, I got my email, like you're approved for renewal. And then yeah, it was super easy. So highly recommend, but I feel the same way about lightning lane. I love to walk through the lightning lane. I like to, and especially back in the day when it was free, I would say, yeah. um, because now that, now that lightning lane and genie plus are things that you have to pay extra for, I'm paying extra for them. I will say I got more satisfaction out of walking through the lightning lane when everybody could have it for free because then I felt like these people didn't know that it was free. I have information that they didn't have. I was able to like plan better. Sure, right. You're a better planner, not I'm going to pay more. Yeah. Right. Look at me. I'm a better planner, not look at me. I can afford to walk through this line with me and my husband and my son. Right. Yeah. So I'm all about, uh, I will get the DAS for whatever time frame. And Chrissy's like, seriously? I'm like, yes. And to not have to stand in line. That's really part of the issue of why I have the DAS is the standing in line is 
incredibly painful for me. So I need to keep moving. Honestly, like you need the DAS. Sometimes people out there are skeptical of DAS and people who use DAS, but I like the people who need DAS should get yes. DAS and use yes. DAS because it is there not to give you an advantage over other people in the park, but to make it so that you can go about your park day the same as anybody else would and have absolutely enjoyment like anybody else who is able to stand in line. Yes. Um, yes. I still have to wait. I just don't have to stand to wait. Exactly. Um, okay. On to the rest of your days or anything else in Magic Kingdom before you head out to Epcot that you are like, I have to do this on my one Magic Kingdom day. Uh, again, I'm trying, like me personally, like I want to ride the carousel and watch Phil Parr Magic and go on, like, uh, it's a small world. I don't know that those are Mike's priorities as well. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to let him guide and say like, oh yes, I want to do this. I want to do this and not be like, oh, let's ride this ride that you have absolutely no interest in doing. Uh, it does help that I'm mm-hmm. planning on going again in January with Chrissy and hopefully my cousin, Kate, Kate, if you're listening, we got to get your butt to Disney in January. Um, so hopefully I will, anything I miss with Mike, I will be able to do with my sister and my cousin, Kate, who are like my Disney adult girl gang outside of you and Jeanette and Nancy. I got two girl. I got two Disney girl gangs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I will hopefully be able to do those things. Let's hope that your Disney girl gangs never have to duke it they out. They will against never. Each other I don't know. We will just. Where? Which side will you be on? Oh God. <laughs> I mean, blood is thicker than water. I'm sorry. Do you choose family. I'm going to have to because Chrissy will shank me if I don't pick family. I have to pick family. Uh, or we can just combine and make one big super gang. One giant super girl gang. Okay. One giant super girl gang of Disney adults. Um, so, like, Mike, it doesn't really love spinny things. So, I, like, I don't think we'll do the teacups. I can imagine he's not going to want to do um, the flying saucer, like the flying carpets of Aladdin. I'm okay to skip those things. We are not, we are not, not, not skipping the tiki room. That is my absolute tiki room. People mover okay. and carousel of progress. He can sleep the carousel of progress. Those are the ones like I need to do those three and big thunder, but I already know I have, mm-hmm. we're going to be riding that for death as long as there's no, you know, bears close by. I know for, for anybody who's listening today is September the 18th and is the day that a bear was found on big thunder mountain and that half of magic kingdom was shut down to get said bear out. Yeah. So Maria and I were talking about it right before we got on here to do so that. We're hoping that there's no bears. Speaking of bears, how do you feel about country bear jamboree? Okay. So this might be a hot take. I, cause people have feelings. Yes, I know. <laughs> I don't remember ever watching the country bears when we were kids. So then when Chrissy and I became Disney adults, when we were like 35, we were like, we, we were like, whatever, like, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And finally one time we were like, you know what? Everybody talks about this country bear chamboree. Like we should do it. It's hot out. Let's sit and watch. And I got to tell you, we sat there and listened to these songs and watched it. And we were like, this is, this is weird. Like these songs seem like a little creepy <laughs> and like a little, like, more sexual than I would have thought. Like, I don't know. There was just, maybe I was reading into it. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I was doing, but did not like country bear jamboree. (laughs) Sorry for everyone. Again, don't come at me in the comments. I did not like country bear jamboree. I'm happy that it is going to be something else because for me, that was like a one and done as an adult. And I am glad to see something new. 
And like when when like the bears are out walking around in the park, I have no interest in like getting my. I don't know. Like one of them's named Big Al. That's about all I know. Them. Yeah, do not have any interest yes. in interacting yeah. with any of the large bears. <laughs> I think it's kind of a funny little show, but it is very weird. It's weird. And my hope, based on the announcements that they've recently made, are that they're going to try to honor the a little bit of the nostalgia for the people who do love it and that then it's going to be um you know nice disney songs that everybody's familiar with you know kind of with the country spin on them so yes. that we can bring in the people who don't really appreciate yes. the historical so show. when it's redone i will gladly watch it again and maybe i will love it because i am more someone like i love all the movies like when i was a child my older sister and younger sister and I, one time we were driving to my grandparents' house in Philadelphia. It's about a two hour drive from where I grew up. And we recited the entire movie of Cinderella in the car. Cause we'd watched it so much that we knew all the parts, all the lines. Like I'm t- like obsessed with Disney when we were children. So <laughs> I'm excited that maybe we will have some songs from my childhood sung by a bear. Yeah, and I love I love a good cover of something like with an unexpected twist, yes. and so I think and like be, a countryfied version, I think would be super fun. All right, anything else with Magic Kingdom? Um, I need to have the fruit and Nutella waffle from Sleepy Hollow. Yes, it you is do. my favorite food, almost like ever, but definitely it's my favorite food in Magic Kingdom. Um, I've been known to have two in one day. Please don't judge me. Uh, it is my favorite, and <laughs> I like Mike doesn't like Nutella, so I know I don't have to share it with him, which is great. Like we we like what we like, and we there's not a lot of things that we overlap with. So uh-huh. he can eat all the French stuff he wants to in Epcot and not share it with me. I'm gonna eat that entire waffle with all the fruit by myself. Well, he can get one of those hand dipped corn dogs that they sell at Sleepy Hollow. Yes. while you get the fruit and Nutella, or waffle. he can get like the chicken and waffles. Like he's he's not gonna starve. Oh yeah, I forgot the chicken. Yes, yeah, no, he will. He's be not going to starve, but I'm eating that. I'm very jealous because it was one of the things I did not get to on my quick Liberty weekend trip, <sighs> and I'm so sorry. it's one of my favorites. I'm sorry, so eat it. I know life is so hard. I know, gosh, <laughs> going to Disney on your birthday and you didn't get your favorite food. <laughs> So yes, I, that's my, it's my favorite thing. I also recently discovered the uh, corn dog nuggets from Casey's really loved them. So I don't know, maybe we'll get those, but mm-hmm. that's not like a, Oh my God, I need to have it. But the fruit Nutella waffle is, I need yes. to have that. Um, and like Mike mm-hmm. really likes the haunted mansion. So we're going to do that hopefully a couple times. So yeah. And I'm just excited to see the park decorated for Halloween. I don't necessarily love Halloween, like the spooky part of Halloween, but like if they sold a wreath that was like a wreath with that Mickey pumpkin face, I would buy that in a heartbeat. They don't sell it. I would buy it in a heartbeat for my front door. Yes. For yes. sure. I have every year that I have gone, I think I've been in October probably six to seven times in the past eight years. And every time I go, I have a video of the, like this, like when it gets dark out and the, the pumpkins kind of light up and they're like a little flickery. I have videos of mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's the same video every year, but I take the video every year and I'm real jazzed to see the pumpkin. I feel like it was approximately a year ago when you and I met up to have dinner and mm. do, I think it was a, a pumpkin pillow trade-off yes. where I had grabbed you a pumpkin pillow from the character warehouse. <laughs> this one that's right here that I've already decorated for Halloween. Yes. Oh, I have word. 
not a whole ton of decorations because I live in New York City, so I don't have a lot of space for decorations. But I have four different Mickey pumpkins in my living room and one Mickey ghost. Yeah, and not that like everyone can see this, but it's super adorable. It is very cute. It's yeah. it's a big Mickey pumpkin pillow with plaid ears, and it's just adorable. And the back of it says, "Hey pumpkin." Um, I have the same. Oh, and it says, "Hey pumpkin." Oh, it says, "Hey pumpkin." Yeah, I have yeah. the same problem. Living in New York, I do not have a whole lot of space, so I I don't have any specific Halloween decorations. I have fall decorations, so I've got like a little pumpkin, but it's a pumpkin that can sit out the entire fall time. season and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. All right. So on to your park hopping over to Epcot. Are you going to take the monorail Absolutely. over? Absolutely. Yes. That's pro- and that's probably the only time we'll be on the monorail because we're not renting a car. So we're not going to have to be at TTC. Um, I mm-hmm. think, I, I think like depending upon how we get from hop over to contemporary, I'm imagining we will probably just get a Lyft or an Uber to take us. Or we could take mm-hmm. a bus to Magic Kingdom, and then because I just love that stupid monorail, oh, it's not stupid. I love that monorail. Like I will hop on for one stop, uh, mm-hmm. because I just love it. It would actually be, I think, a shorter walk if you're getting off on the bus anyway to just walk straight over to Contemporary yeah. than to walk over to the oh, monorail. Stop! Don't but... tell me that. I want the magic of the monorail. But no, you do you. You do yeah. you. Um, okay, so Epcot, you're going to try to do individual lightning lane for Guardians of the yep. Galaxy. You're going to try more food and wine. Yes. Anything else for Epcot that night? Um, probably, you know, Soren, I would like to ride, if I can get a DAS for Frozen and not have to stand in an hour, stand like in an hour long line, I'm happy to, I, I want to ride, I will probably make my ride because it's not that long. Um, but yeah, just kind of enjoy the ambiance enjoy the food how do you feel about remy's is it too spinny for you i've been on it twice it's too spinny yeah so i will i went on it the first time and i was like i got i was like i feel nauseous i also we the first time i rode it it was we had like extended evening hours because we were staying at wilderness lodge but it was down when we were going over but we were like oh there's not this is really the only thing we want to do here so we kind of stood in line there was a kid that was like behind us who was very chatty, had like no family with him. He was like, I don't know, 12 to 14 range, like an awkward preteen to teenager. Mm-hmm. And like he was so chatty the entire time. But he kind of ruined my experience a little bit in that he was like talking and like making comments and like trying to be friends with us. But I was like, sir, stop. After that time, I'm like, okay, well, let me write it one more time. I wrote it in January when I was with Chrissy. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I love this ride. I like the idea of it. I like, you know, parts mm-hmm. of it when you're not spinning around. And I think the problem with me, because I get this a little bit in um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, is when, you're, when your rat or mouse pulls into one of those things and you're kind of in like a 180 degree screen. It's like a little parking space for yes. your car where they show you something on the screen yes. and you're just parked. and you're just parked but yeah. but because of whatever is going on the screen it feels like you're moving but you're not and that kind right. of mind meld is i think really what gets to me so i end up kind of like looking mm-hmm. at the at one of the very edges to see that like you're not moving it's just the screen like trying to like mm-hmm. mind over matter myself mm-hmm. so that's something that like if mike asks to go on it we can but I'm not dying and chomping at the bit to get on Remy. Um, 
I love the movie, Remy. I love the idea of like a little rat cooking. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I mean, although as a New Yorker, like there's, I see enough rats that I'm kind of like grossed out by rats also. But like a, an animated rat, I love that idea. I love that little journey for him. But I'm not super excited for Remy's. Did you happen to see everything everywhere all at once? No. Sorry. <gasps> oh my gosh, Maria. This is Alex's favorite movie. Um, okay. And there is a section where in one of the realities, there's a character called Rakakuni, and he's like a raccoon that sits on top of the person's head and like controls them with their hair and is like a chef, but it's a raccoon. <laughs> it's really funny. I love that movie. So just recommending that as a good movie to watch. It really doesn't okay. have any other ties right. where you'd be like, oh, this is kind of related to disney in some way it's not no, um just it's just like a, raccoon, a really good a movie with chef. cool effects and it's got okay. you know like funny moments and touching moments and it says a lot about like your existence and your connections to people right. and your humanity cool. and all of this stuff so i highly it. recommend um uh, but anybody who's seen that movie is like, yeah, there's a connection to Ratatouille. Okay, I'll have to take a look <laughs> with for it. Rakakuni or Rakakuni. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, and then the, the following day, Monday the 2nd, is your departure day. So what time do you leave that Our day? flight's not till 8 o'clock p.m. Perfect. So what are you going to do with your day? We have, I think I, I, I kind of sold Mike on the idea of bar hopping on the Skyline or doing like a little bar crawl. Mm -hmm. so I also kind of have in my head that I would like to get over to Disney Springs to get to Gideon's to get cookies because I only have one cookie mm -hmm. left in my freezer uh, so I'm hoping mm -hmm. to get to Gideon's um, if not like I, will, I think I will survive without cookies but otherwise I think the plan is sleep in a little bit get our bags to um, Bell Services by I think we have, have to check out by 11 and then do a little, you know, Skyliner hopping and just kind of have a chill day. If it's nice out, I suppose we probably could go to the pool because there are, at least at the smaller pool at Pop, in the, um, like, the little locker room area, bathrooms, there are showers there. So, like, we could go to the pool, swim mm -hmm. a little bit, and then shower before we fly home. So, but otherwise, I think I... I, I told Mike about like we can hop to a couple different resorts. So we'll go to the Riviera, we'll go to uh, Caribbean Beach and stuff like that, and try just a couple like do a little bar crawl, try cocktails at all the different resorts, and then yeah. we'll probably if the flight's at eight, I'm thinking four thirty five o'clock ish, we'll have to get a lift to get over to MCO. I can't remember if you said or not which airline are you flying. We're flying Delta. Yeah, I think that'll be Terminal, terminal yeah. B. Okay. I did, in January, fly in and out of Terminal C, which was delightful, um, except for the walk from B to C. From like, yeah, so. But otherwise, yeah, that's our little our little quickie trip. I'm excited. And um, hopefully, like I said, hopefully Mike will tolerate to enjoy himself. That's like, I, I don't want him to hate it. I want him to at least tolerate it and be like, fine, we can do this again. Or be like, oh my god, Maria, this is great. I can't believe I like poo-pooed this this entire time. Like, I'm a convert. I love Disney. We'll see. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, I have to say that when we were first starting to go a lot, 
at the beginning, Charles would sort of be like, uh, I don't really want to go like why do we have to go so often and I'm like because I love it and I think one of the things that I used to do back then was because I still had a sense of like I don't know when I'm going to be back like every trip was very go 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 and every moment up and out the door for rope drop and and that sort of thing and in recent trips because we've had the annual Mm -hmm. passes for the past few years and because there's there's no question because of having the annual passes and because of having DVC that we at the very yeah. least go once a year. And so because of, of that, when we've gone, I've loosened up and been a lot more flexible, I guess I'd say on, okay, yeah, this morning we're going to have a bit of a more chill morning before we go into the parks or like, oh, you don't, you're not interested in doing that. If you want to sleep in, go ahead and sleep in and, and just yeah. meet us later. Not a big deal. Um, whereas in no, the we past, have to go. I might've been we have to like, go. What, do you mean? what are you doing? We have to all be together. This is our family time. We have to be go, yeah. go, go, go together. And, um, and since, I've made that shift. He, he likes it a lot more. And to the point where, you know, he's not ever going to be as crazy about it as I am, but he will, you know, every couple months be like, Hmm, I miss Disney. I wish we could go down to Disney. And I'm like, I've done it. Um, So yeah. So I just, I keep telling myself like this trip is going to be different than the trips I take with my sister. And because we are like, let's rope drop, let's do this, da, 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 da. I did not think I was going to go mm-hmm. to Disney this October. So I'm just happy to be there and be in the parks and whatever we do, we do. I just keep telling myself it's not going to be the same, It's but it's, you're still going to enjoy yourself. You're still going to feel magic. It's just mm-hmm. a different it's kind a different of trip kind of and trip. it's going to be a little bit maybe more relaxing. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know that a Disney trip is ever relaxing, but I think we're not going to come back completely exhausted, hopefully, knock on wood. Uh, like I usually come back from Disney and like need to sleep for three days. And I think when you, when you kind of go at it a little bit more relaxing way, then you can really uh, soak up the, the atmosphere and people watch and it doesn't take away from the Disney magic and feeling like you're having a Disney trip. It's not like, Oh, I'm not going to feel like I was even there. No, it's just a different way of doing it. And it is more relaxing. You do come away not as much feeling like, oh my God, I am going to collapse for yes. a week solid after I get back to make up for this right. trip that I've just put and myself And the good through. thing is when I do get back, I have that entire, we get back on Monday night late. I have the whole rest of that week off. So, I mean, I have things that I need to do for work. I, I'm a college guidance counselor. I need to write letters of recommendation for some of my students who are applying to lots of colleges across the country and internationally. Like I've got work to do, but I won't be going right back to my office I can kind of sit in my pajamas and write letters uh, and not uh you know not feel Mm -hmm. like I have to jump dive right back into work like Mike is going back to work I think on Tuesday when we get back um like I have a dentist appointment that day but not till Mm -hmm. like 11 o'clock because originally they were like do you want to have an appointment at nine I'm like no yeah how about later no not not nine o'clock no I don't like that (laughs) So that is our plans. <laughs> I am very excited for this trip. In case you couldn't tell. I can tell. And I know, I remember when he said that to you and you were like, Virginia. Because I believe couldn't believe. Said? My mom um, still is like, wait, so- you're just going with Mike and he was okay with it? So I'm like, no, it was his idea. So 
I just uh-huh. want him to love it. Not, maybe not love it, but I want him to enjoy himself. Yes. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to hear how he likes Galaxy's Edge specifically. And also how doing something like food and wine maybe makes him yeah. feel differently. Yeah. 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 I think it will. Yeah. All right. Well, travel safely and we will see you on the other side. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you to Maria for being such a fun guest. If you have enjoyed this pre-trip report, then you are in luck because Maria's post-trip report is out and ready for your listening pleasure. Do you have a trip coming up that you'd like to chat about? Or are you a travel agent who has a client who would make a good guest? Let's connect and see if it will work with my schedule. I am especially looking for guests who are first-time Disney or Universal goers or people who maybe haven't been in years since things are so different now. Okay, what are you waiting for? Get over to the next episode to hear more from Maria. And don't forget to keep daydreaming about where you long to be. Oh, 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 oh,